I'm officially a sad panda. 45 minutes. 45 minutes of pure gold recorded by, of course, yours truly, Natter, home of 32-bit and Sleeperwire Nation, alongside the number one Australian analyst, Gian. 45 minutes of recording. No, no, that, we had some really good stuff in there, too. I'm so That's sad. I'm a sad I'm panda. I'm so sad. I'm really I'm so sad. sad. It's, it's, wow. Oh, Look. my God. That's demoralizing. You, you, you yes. we, I mean, we can like sit here and try to re-record it. We can't re-record that stuff. No, no. that's pure gold. It was good. Jokes were flowing, gold. memes were flowing, hot takes thrown left and right, and all of a sudden, boom, crashes. Exactly. Well, here's everything you missed. Nada doesn't think trading with the bottom people in your league are worthwhile. I think you should be targeting people who are just out of the league or maybe competing for the playoffs because there's no point in trading with people who don't care. Exactly. The Colts benching Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger's good move. Possibly they're tanking. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to miss the playoffs, but Tom Brady will play in them. James Robinson might have a better season now he's been traded to the Jets than Travis Etn. Now, have you got some wise words of wisdom for us? Uh, if you go to a silly goose convention, please don't get recognized. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Last week on Not the Top 10, I was right about Zeke, wrong about Brees Hall, but would have been right if he hadn't got injured. I was right about Mike Williams, wrong about Alan Lazard, wrong about Christian Kerr. Nada was right about Aaron Jones, wrong about Jonathan Taylor, wrong on Lazard, wrong on Cooper, wrong on Mike Evans, but had he caught that long touchdown, he would have been fine. Wrong about T. Higgins. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones competing for the same job for the same player. Doesn't really matter. Bailey Zappi's like hooking up with a hot guy, and it turns out that he comes early, shits in the bed, steals your car, burns the house down. Now... We are going to be looking at trade or fade players in this back half of the show that we're going to do for you. These are players who have a good or a bad schedule for the fantasy playoffs and whether they are worth trading for, whether they are worth fading. Is that everything? That, that, that's a very cut rundown version of it. I'm still incredibly sad, but let's do it. Awesome. Well, Matthew Stafford, I think we said... Barely a streamer at this point. Tough playoff run, not droppable. Yeah, no, you're not doing him. Trevor Lawrence, however, uh, his playoff run is Dallas, New York, Houston. So there's two positive matchups, uh, potentially one very bad matchup. Trevor Lawrence worth picking up. We thought he's worth a pickup, worth a bye week start. Interesting matchup player. If you're not confident in your quarterback, or if you have Lamar Jackson, yeah, maybe swapping. I'd be, he he might be a guy I target as my third quarterback. Yeah, if you're playing like a two quarterback league, actually he'd be a starter at this point. I feel like he's been a starter for me in a lot of two quarterback leagues. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, definitely somebody. I think he's earned his way into a starting lineup. He's being used in a lot of short yardage and goal line situations as a runner too, which is I think part of the reason why they got rid of Robinson. Yeah. And Travis Etienne has been just playing really good football lately. They've been trying to figure out how to get him way, uh, a part of that offense, get him an open space. He's been making plays. Yeah. Now the Dolphins, this is where we got to before yes. we had our technical issues. Oh, God, sad panda moment. He has 
not he has, the defense has good matchups. One right now, the Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, exploitable. Bye week. We're we're looking, I was going to say specifically at the playoff, they've got Buffalo, Green Bay, New England, which is the 30th or the third toughest schedule. Let's see. Buffalo's the only difficult matchup. But even when they played Buffalo early in the year, if you started out with 15 fantasy points on a defense, they ended up with nine. Four sacks, a fumble recovery. You take out the fumble recovery, it's seven points. Still good on a defense. Uh, I don't mind it at all. But Green Bay, the way they're playing right now, yeah, you start a defense against them. New England, yeah, you start a defense against them. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the, the, the quarterback here. Uh, so you're going to start defense against them. But, like, let me ask you this. What happens in Buffalo, Green Bay, and New England in late December, early January? Uh, terrible weather. Exactly. And in an offense that's predicated on speed and timing and good conditions, I would not want to be relying on Tua or Teddy Bridgewater or, heaven forbid, Skylar Thompson uh, come the playoffs. So, no, I'm I'm not interested. I think you fade Tua. Fade Tua, yeah. I would start a defense against Tua, and I would also start the Miami defense against these teams. Yep. Now, the, the Titans have the 29th uh, schedule. They've got the Chargers Week 15, which is a positive matchup. Uh, they've got Houston, and then they've got Dallas. I, I don't think you'd be starting Ryan Tannehill anyway at the moment. With the lack of weapons around him, he's just not viable. Lack of weapons around him, the way Derrick Henry isn't playing as phenomenal as I expect. Yeah, if you see a defense that's got some talent around it and they're going against Tennessee, I'd go again. I'd go at it. Yep. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Now, the Eagles, very popular. Jalen Hurts having a good season. 28th toughest. Uh, the fifth fifth hardest schedule. Sorry, I'm trying to get this right. They've got Chicago Week 15, who are a neutral matchup, apparently. They've got Dallas in Week 16, who they had a very good game against Dallas recently. And then they've got the Saints, who are a good matchup Week 17. You're not fading Hurts. No, no, no. No, he, and no one's trading him. No, you're not fading Hurts. No one's trading him. You're not starting a defense against Jalen Hurts. Uh, you, you you are starting the Philadelphia Eagles defense against whoever they're playing against. I'll tell you that much. Yep. And uh, they just so happen to be going against Chicago, Giants, and Dallas. Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans. With 15, 16, 17. Yeah, sorry. This sorry. was also a discussion we had yeah, the yeah, sorry. when the playoffs are. Yeah, I thought playoffs started week 14 all of a sudden. I was wrong. No. 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 15, 16, 17. Okay. The, I mean, you're not trading Patrick Mahomes if he's there as your starter, but they do have Denver in week 17, which is the toughest matchup in town. Uh, so no need to worry about that. And I think probably the last quarterback we can discuss, or in fact, we've got two more quarterbacks to discuss the potential bad schedules. Do you trade for them? Do you fade them? Kirk Cousins. Indy, the Giants, Green Bay, 15, 16, 17. He's so safe. He's on, He's Trevor Lawrence safe. His only bad, the time he only played bad was against Philadelphia. Yep. Other than that... And he's got those players around him. He's, he's got players around him. He's got a good running game, decent offensive line, elite wide receiving core, good tight end, solid... D- yeah. He is, I'd say, a tier step above 
Trevor Lawrence. Now, there's some sort of residual stink on him, the fact that he's a bit of a weirdo, not that exciting. Yeah. Is he worth trading for in two quarterback leagues? Mm, yes, yes. You all, The only thing you got to worry about is not putting him in a primetime game. And I look to his schedule. The only primetime game he has is against New England on a Thursday night football. That one, I'll tell you to sit him. Other than that, he is filled with 10 o'clock games. Yep, and I don't think they're going to flex in. Well, they might flex Minnesota Giants into primetime. I hope not. But I don't, I don't think so. For, ho- for his sake, I hope not. And I think the last one worth discussing, because there is some variance here, and this is, again, contingent about those players around him. Jared Goff has the Jets, Carolina, Chicago to finish the season. He's a quarterback I would rather lose playing against than win with him on my team. He's been pretty good. When you pick the right matchup, I haven't started in the last two weeks, but early in the season, when he's got... He's a bit like Kirk Cousins. When he's got DeAndre Swift, when he's got Amon Ra St. Brown, you can start Jared Goff. He's I, I would I personally would feel really stupid if I put him in my starting lineup and he did bad. At that point I would ask myself, what did I expect to happen? We'll put it put it this way. I mean that's a uh, I guess notionally a difficult matchup. Are you starting Jared Goff over Aaron Rodgers. Because of the name brand, I want to say Aaron Rodgers. But, God, he does Derek not look Carr. good. I would start Derek Carr for sure, yes. Um, I would Gino? Pick, uh, Gino. I'd, I would pick Goff over Aaron Rodgers, by the way. They're all guys who have easier schedules than him in the playoffs. So you're looking at the matchups and going, well, that's a better match. I would take Goff, provided he's got St. Brown and Swift Plank. I think that is the caveat, which means he's not worth trading for. But if he gets dropped, I'd be happy to pick up Jared Goff uh, and play him, given the other players we're going to talk about here as potentially good matchups. Uh, fun fact, Jared Goff has an interception-to-touchdown ratio of 10-2 to 2 when he plays home. If he is away, he has a 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio. So uh, if it is a home game, you're more than welcome to start him. Under the dome there. Now let's look at some easy matchups and have a look at whether these players are actually worth monitoring or starting. And I'll give you the top five because, well, I'll give you the top four because I think your answer is going to be no for all of them. Okay. Jimmy G? No. Marcus Mariota? Are we talking about one QB, two QB? Well, I suppose in, in the QB sense, both. You can, I mean, you can easily say, yeah, you know, we want to target him in two QB, but one QB, leave him on the way wire. Okay. Uh, Jimmy G, no. Marcus Mariota? No. Potentially won't have that job come the end of the season? It's not that. It's even though they know they're going to lose, they're more than willing to run the ball. Yeah. He does have a really... Well, he has ostensibly a really easy schedule, but within that is the Ravens, who I don't think are actually that easy. They're throwing the ball, apparently, at 1946 frequency. I mean, he threw, what, 13 passes last week? Probably. Yeah, he... They were down 21 points, and he they're still running the ball. So they are... 
not necessarily. I, I think everyone knew they weren't going to compete this year, but they're kind of setting up the offense and prepping everything for next year, whether he's a quarterback or not. Yeah. And as I say, he's, I don't, he may not have that job. So no to Marcus Mariota. Correct. Davis Mills, no. No. Not even in two quarterback. Zach Wilson. Yes. Two quarterback, yes. Detroit, Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle. Yeah. And two quarterback, yes. One quarterback, no. Uh, I think he does have a little bit of escapability, running ability, high high point potential. Now I think the run game might take a little bit of a hit without Brees Hall. Might have to dump it off to Michael Carter a little bit more. I'm all in. So he's played four games this season against Pittsburgh, 27th ranked uh, versus quarterbacks, 24.8 points. Miami, 16.7 points. They're two good matchups. Then he's had Green Bay and Denver, the two toughest teams the past two weeks. 5.6 against Green Bay, 8.5 against Denver. They're wins. In fact, I think all four of those are wins. Um, not really running the ball and is a decent rusher. We'll see what happens with him and, and this offense, I suppose, with James Robinson over Brees Hall, if they have to kind of mix it up a bit more. Uh, but with Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle as his playoff run, that's a juicy playoff run. I think in one quarterback, he might be worth stashing mm. after his bye, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Two quarterback, he should be rostered anyway. I'm not starting him with any confidence unless he kind of shows over the back half of the year they're going to throw the ball a bit more. No, in one quarterback, if you're in the playoffs, you probably have a decent quarterback in a one-quarterback league. Uh, yeah two quarterback league he's somebody i might want to trade for because one he's not expensive two because he has a good playoff schedule like you mentioned and the fact that he's might not be as expensive as other uh, other quarterbacks that are potentially on the either on the trade block or that you're targeting uh, you won't have to give up your quality players for it and uh, i think that would really benefit yourself as a fantasy owner yeah now this one with the caveat of we're just going to talk about football here. Okay. Sean Watson. Browns have the fifth easiest schedule. They play Baltimore, New Orleans, and Washington. He looked so bad in preseason, but yeah, I'd do it. I'm going to say in a money league, Yes. do it. Yes. If, if there's money on the line, it, the Browns are willing to pay, you're willing to pay. If it's not a money league... Just win without him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the sad reality of it. That's the, the, the same approach that the Browns are taking. All, all is forgiven if you play football. You may as well make some money off the uh, off the cunt. But... Um, no, but... Uh, I mean... I, I've rostered him in my, high, my highest stakes league. I'll be playing him. So... I'm not going to sit in judgment of you if you do. But I'm not going to feel good about it either. I'm not going to judge you if you do. I will make fun of you if you do and you lose. Yeah. So he's got Baltimore, New Orleans, Washington. Mm -hmm. So I think you could do that. Uh, Not starting Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky. No, absolutely not. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I I would say he is worth trading for if someone wants to part ways with him. God, he wouldn't have to give me much to get rid of him right now. Uh, I, I know maybe I'm just a little salty in a sore spot right now, but he is not playing well. 
Annoyingly, I have him in every league I'd want to trade for him. Uh, so he has the Browns, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. Uh, give me that. The other interesting one, I think, here... Well, there's two, uh, two interesting ones. A potential trade target, Daniel Jones, has Washington, Minnesota, and Indianapolis to finish the season. I still can't trust Daniel Jones. Is he worth trading for? Yeah, in... In leagues, because I'm heavy on Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts, of course, he had his bye week. And I went for Daniel Jones in almost every league that uh, I could get my hands on him as a replacement. And it paid yeah. good dividends. Uh, he played very yeah. well. He's, he's he's got no wide receivers. And he's got a good running game in himself. I mean, he's rushed, what is it, over 100 yards and a touchdown the last games that he's played? Yeah. The rushing yards will do it for you. Brian Dayball doesn't seem afraid to run him into the ground, uh, so I'll, I, I'll take him as take him as well. Mm-hmm. And now your best mate in the entire world, the man you look up to, Russell Wilson. Cheers. Uh, week fifteen versus Arizona. Week sixteen the Rams. Week seventeen Kansas City. You have to show me something in order for me to at least want to semi think about putting you in in the playoff clutch or clutch moments. He's shown me absolutely nothing. Now, I'm trying to trade to get rid of him. What are you paying for him? I'll give you a Klondike warren, but that even might be too much. <laughs> I, uh, I just a limited value. It's just... I, in one quarterback, no. he's You, you do not trade him anything. I'd, I'd give you... I'd give you Bailey Zappi for him, and I might be losing that trade. Yep. So two quarterback, nah, two don't quarterback. Trade, yeah, two quarterback. I'd give don't you. Don't trade for dangerous. In a two quarterback, you want him thinking he's really going to turn it around. Shoot, what's a mid-tier wide receiver? Yeah. I'd give you Godwin. I'm going to hold him because no one's going to give me anything for him. I'm not interested in dangerous. Running backs. Should we uh, have a little chat about now? Okay. Hold on. Huh, there's two of me. How'd that work out? Uh, I don't know. Can I, I get rid of you here? Get rid- wow, how rude. Uh, I mean, my audacity hasn't crashed. I feel like that's a win. There we go. I assume that's fine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, audacity has not crashed, so I mean, I call it a win. Where, where did I cut off on? Uh, I was just transitioning to running backs. Okay, did you hear me say Chris Godwin? What about him? Uh, you asked me what I trade for Russell Wilson. Yeah, Chris got an interesting. Yeah, we can move on from that discussion. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool. So let's have a look at some running backs here. Let's start with those bad schedules again. Austin Eckler has the worst schedule in, in the league, but you're not you're not trading him, surely. So for fun, because I, I am heavy on Austin Eckler this year, out of curiosity, I said in the in one of a group chat, I said, Austin Eckler is available for trade. Fair warning, he's expensive. Mm. I think the best offer I got for him was uh, Jalen Waddle and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No, thank you. Yeah, so I, I there is no value that you're going to get for Austin Eckler. Yep. Where you feel comfortable with that trade. On the basis of that, is he worth trading for? His playoff run is Tennessee, Indianapolis, and the Rams. It's a difficult run, but he is catching balls at a, an un, 
unheard of rate. Right now, he has, I believe, as many receptions as Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, I can't... I don't know what you could offer that would make it worth it. Like right now, as I look on the handy-dandy Yahoo trade market, like Austin Eckler, he... Maybe this is a dynasty league. But Austin Eckler, one for one with Kenneth Walker, straight up. Wow, I'd take, I'd take Eckler. I'd take Eckler there. What about Jonathan Taylor? No, give me Eckler. I don't want Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you had Jonathan Taylor, you're not happy with it. Would you? Would you be trading him for Eckler? Yes. Yeah, I would take that in a heartbeat if I was a Jonathan Taylor owner. Cool. What about Christian McCaffrey? And, we, didn't, we didn't really talk about the trade. Yeah, we did not. Uh, I know we talked about a previous we'll, we'll episode. We'll get to him, yeah. I'm sure. We'll get to him in this discussion. Funny enough, but uh, on Yahoo, I see a one-for-one one Christian McCaffrey-Austin Eckler trade. Interesting. Interesting. I think I'd rather who, have Eckler. Who would you want there? Eckler. There we go. I mean, McCaffrey, because, of course, because I'm a Niners fan, I think it would be fun having McCaffrey on my roster. Uh, but uh, Austin Eckler in the system, proven running back. You know, he's going to get his touches. He's going to get his looks. Uh, it's hard to shy away from him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Here's an interesting one, because I think this is a player you could potentially, we could say to fade, and you could get decent trade value out of. They play Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo. That's Joe Mixon. I don't want him. You don't want him? I don't. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You, if you have him, you could potentially trade. He's a yeah. fade candidate. Yeah, he's a fade. I mean, he he's odd because he's has a lot of touchdown upside and touchdown opportunity because the offense is going to move the ball down the field. He just looks so bad. Yep. What is it? Two point five yards per carry average right now. He he has looked he has looked bad. So after looking their best player in the Super Bowl. So which is which is interesting. I mean, his running style is Le'Veon Bell esque, where he's patient, tries to find a hole, cut down the lane, and then of course make a move, make a man miss. But when you don't have a good offensive line, you can't be patient because I mean, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get tackled for a very short or a negative gain. And uh, with their offensive line being a little bit under under the par, as some might say, uh, he has a lot to left. A lot to be desired. Yes, I'm sure lots of people would say it's under the par. Uh, under the par. Um, what we did see from the Bengals this weekend, though, was they let Joe Burrow, and I wonder if that's going to be the strategy moving forward. Put him in the gun and just let him throw. If you can't run the ball, you're going to turn into the Bills, where it's just pass, 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 and that, that'll only get you so far. Yep. Trade Joe Mixon. I see one for straight-up Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, I'd take, take Devontae Adams. How about Lamar Jackson? Yeah, give me Lamar Jackson. Over Joe Mixon? Yep. Ooh, I mean, I would... Mm, uh, you know what? Just just because running backs are so difficult to replace, and I could pick up right now with how Lamar Jackson's been playing, I could pick up a streamer and do better, I might take Joe Mixon. Yeah, give me Jackson. All righty. Uh, third toughest schedule is the Raiders. Josh Jacobs having the season of his life. But in the playoffs, they face New England, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco. Because of how efficient that offense is, 
and the fact that you can't stack the box. And this is all done without uh, Waller. You can't stack the box. They got good outside wide receivers, good slot receiver. Uh, they're just giving uh, the too high safety look for Derek Carr, and they're, they have opted to run the ball, and Josh Jacobs has made the most of those opportunities. I want him on my yep. roster. Yep, not getting rid of him. No. The Cowboys, both Tony Pollard and Zeke roster worthy. Yes. Both start worthy, by the way. It's both start worthy, true. Playoff schedule is Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Tennessee, which mm. they're three bad matchups, apparently. If Zeke has another good game, are you trading him? If you can, yes. Yep. Agreed. I just don't feel like you're going to have a trade partner. And if you do, it's yeah. kind of a negative trade on your part. I, I wouldn't want... At the, he, Zeke is interesting. You don't Zeke want him. Interesting. No. You'll take no, him, you, but you don't yeah. want him. He's like David Montgomery. He's not a fun player to have. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a fun player to have. Uh, this is an interesting one because I think we have another fade candidate and a guy who might attract some interest. Damian Pierce. They play the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Jags in the playoffs. Damian Pierce is like, yeah. Are you trading him? No, because... If if I have him, I'm going to hold on to him because he didn't cost me much. If I don't have him, yeah. I want him. And, of course, I'll trade for him. I mean, in the last four games, Damian Pierce has had over 100 scrimmage yards. So you know you're basically floored at 10 fantasy points. If he yeah. gets a touchdown, cherry on top. He beat his production. Set you over the top. Now you're looking good for the week. Yep, I suppose. At Tennessee and Jacksonville, they should be okay. I, I don't know. I, I would potentially trade him if I could find the right offer. Yeah. What would you want for him? Mm, someone with a better, someone with a better matchup. I would Gabriel take Davis? James Robinson plus. No, you, you, I'd, I'd want another running back. You'd want a running back. I'd want a running back. Okay. Um, Damian Harris, Devontae Smith? Mm, no. Isaiah Pacheco and Juju Smith-Schuster? No. What about David Montgomery? No one's doing that, though, are they? I don't see any of them. That has happened. Uh, Damian, I'd, I'd need more. Yeah. Damian Pierce yeah, is better enough. than David Montgomery. Fair enough. Um... The Dolphins here, obviously, you're, you're keeping Raheem Mostert if you have him. Yes. It's a tough schedule, but uh, assuming he's fit, he's fine. Uh, let's have a look at some some positive matchups here, then. Okay. The Jets have the best schedule. Target Michael Carter, target James Robinson. Repeat that. So the Jets have the best schedule for the playoffs. Okay. Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle. You want to target Michael Carter. You want to target James Robinson. Yes, yes. I think they're both rosterable, both holdable. I think Robinson is startable for now, but I would want both. Yeah, I want I want them. I want to see what that offense looks like right now. I think I want Michael Carter a little bit more than James Robinson, but yes. 
I think this could be Carter's backfield by the end of the year as much as I like Robinson. Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe I don't want to say they overreacted a little bit on the Jets side, but I think they tried a little bit too fast to fill that hole. Well, I suppose the trade deadline coming up, you you got to move quickly. So I don't mind it. I thought it was a good deal. Uh, but yeah, give me give me Carter over Robinson. But they're they're both rosterable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Titans, Derek Henry, name brand. Are you getting him at a cut price at the moment? Who? Sorry. Derek Henry. Derek Henry. No. You, if you can, I, I I would definitely poke around and see what that owner's uh, manager, whatever you want to call him, see what he's asking for. And what he yeah. wants, I I don't think you're going to be able to poach Derrick Henry. He's got the Chargers, Houston, and Dallas for the playoffs. That's a pretty good schedule. Dallas it will is be tough, good. but you know Henry comes into his own at the back end of the season. He always finds a way to have a monster back end of the season, regardless of the matchup and who he is going against. Right now, I'm trying to look at trades that have gone with him. Uh, Derrick Henry and T. Higgins for Stephon Diggs. I think actually I'm, give me Henry and Higgins. Yeah, honestly, I think I'd rather have Henry and Higgins. Yeah, um, give me Henry Higgins. Good, my fair lady ref. Derek Henry and Jonathan Taylor. Okay, nice, nice backfield for Keenan Allen and Cooper Cup. No, oh, that's terrible. Give me Henry and Taylor. Yeah, Henry and Taylor. Yeah, that's a uh, Henry. I mean, he is a workhorse. You know he's going to get his touches. He's going to get fantasy points. It's just not where we wanted. No. Now, third easiest team, and this is why I think Lamar Jackson, you've either got to hold him or trade for him. The Ravens have the third easiest schedule. They've got Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Um, g- give, me, give me Jackson all day. Sure, Gus Edwards, fine. I would ignore Kenyon Drake, ignore Justice Hill, enjoy, in, ignore Mike Davis, Gus Edwards. If you can't get him this week on waivers, you won't be able to get him. But Lamar Jackson, he's the number one target, I think. Him. Uh, not Rashad Bateman. But Devin Duvernay. Pump up Devin Duvernay. Yeah, Devin Duvernay. I picked him up and I stashed him in a couple of weeks. He's going to be my little hold long term. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Uh, the Chiefs, fourth easiest. They've got Houston, Seattle, Denver. Isaiah Pacheco named the starter this week. You've got Clyde edwards alaire I think the only one worth rostering here with any certainty and hope for a playoff run is Jarek McKinnon. It's interesting. I, I do think last week was a revenge game for Jarek McKinnon on the Niners, which is why he saw more playing time. Uh, but the, the, this running back committee, this wide receiver core, it's a matchup-dependent situation where if they find something exploitable they're going to use that to exploit your defense because they just have that many tools on the offensive side of the football if they feel like they need to run the ball more pacheco if they need a little bit more a hybrid game ceh if they need a lot more pass catching you'll see a lot of mckenzie or uh, mckinnon sorry and you'll see that heavily in the wide receiving game you know three touchdowns on three jet sweeps for hardman you're not going to see mm. that again. And then maybe next week it might yeah. be MVS. The other week it might be Kelsey with four touchdowns. Another week, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, it, it, it is incredibly matchup dependent. And whatever they see fit on that offense is 
is what they're going to go with. And uh, because we don't know that, it's it's difficult to put a gauge on the Chiefs' offense. You kind of want a piece of it and just kind of hope for the best. Juju Smith-Schuster won me £100 this week on uh, a little gambling. Oh, I'm proud of you. I had uh, Mike Williams, Latavius Murray, Juju Smith-Schuster, and I can't remember, someone else in the late game all to score a touchdown, and they did. I was very happy. All of them to score a touchdown? Mm. Interesting. Not bad. Uh, and yeah, little cheeky little 100, 100 quid. I would say if Edward Zelaya has a big game this weekend, sell him. I know he's been a high sell target. You know, sell high, sell high, sell high. One, you have to find somebody to buy that player. Two, you drafted him so late. He had a late round ADP. And he is overperforming that ADP to the point where you kind of sit there and think to yourself, why don't I just put him in my starting lineup and reap the benefits? Yeah, I'd want someone who was maybe a bit more consistent, isn't in that muddled backfield. So if you could say, sell high on him to get like a Michael Carter or a James Robinson, I would I would do that. You would, you, James Robinson? Straight up with CEH? You would do it? No, I'd want to, I'd probably want a bit more, but... Yeah. But that that's what I mean is like I'm happy to part ways with him for someone who might be a bit more consistent. Carter Robinson's probably probably a bad uh probably a bad suggestion, but uh, I don't know what sort of value you're getting uh getting there. But I, I'd happily happily trade CEH. Fair enough. Uh and then I think the last uh, we'll have a look at a couple DeAndre Swift and the Lions have the fifth easiest schedule. The Jets, Carolina, Chicago. Obviously, you want Swift all day. If someone, particularly someone in the bottom of the table, is worried about those injuries, I certainly am worried about those injuries, and I'm as big a Swift fan as you'll see. I would be trying to trade for him. But I don't think you're trading for him to be a start, like a, a, bank, a bankable your RB1. If you have a couple of good RBs and you want to just add a little more chub to that backfield... DeAndre Swift. Swift or CEH? Swift. Swift or Travis Etienne? Swift. Half point PPR, Swift or Chris Olave? Swift. Swift, Devontae Adams. Depending on my team, probably Adams. I'm really thin at receiver in just about every league, so I suppose um, Adams this year. I do love Swift though. The the injuries worry me. Uh huh. I mean, that's what I, Swift or CMC. Uh, McCaffrey. Uh-huh. But it's probably worth noting. I'd I'd have Jamal Williams on my my bench. As yeah, well. I was heavy on Jamal Williams this year. Uh, it definitely he's, paid a lot of dividends. He is startable. Yeah, he's startable. And he'll be startable in the playoffs, uh-huh. whether Swift is playing or not. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, Jonathan Williams. I think he is one of somebody I would also target. Jonathan Williams. Sorry, am I saying his name right? As in like I completely whiffed Jamal on Williams. Jamal Williams, there we go. Jamal so, Williams. So, there was a Jonathan Williams, but I yeah. don't even know if he's still in the league. Yeah. He might be on the commanders. Uh, Jamal Williams. He, in fact he is. He's their fourth string running back. Go. Do not trade for Jonathan Williams. <laughs> Jamal Williams. Uh he he, he is somebody I would really target because one he is the backup might not be expensive to DeAndre Swift I do not trust him staying healthy therefore Jamal Williams will be the starter once again 
Uh, two more players I want to discuss with you. Two. One of them, I think, just get rid of him. Get rid of him, he's shit. Okay. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Shoot. The, the problem is, is he is the Walmart Derrick Henry, where he's going to get touches, but what he does with them is... He should get rid of him. His pass catching has been incredibly surprising. Hmm. You know why? Let's hear it. Because he's shit. <laughs> get rid of him. <laughs> the, the bare minimum pass catching ability for a professional NFL player is surprisingly good. I, do, I just don't think there's any value there. They're not... If he has one good game, if he plays well this week... What do you mean if he has one good game? He's had a lot of good games. He's had, you know, first week, 14, half-point PPR, 14, 9, 10, 15, 30, 19. He had a bad week. But, I mean, of course, the whole Panthers, the whole Tampa Bay in general, other than Mike Evans, had a bad week. He's got Baltimore this week. Yeah, Yeah, all right. So, yeah, he had a a big game a couple of weeks ago against the uh, the Falcons. Yes, he's getting receptions. I, I think just... If you can, if you can do a deal, if you can sell high on him, I'm not interested in having him in my team in the playoffs. I don't want to be relying on him. Get rid of the him. the only issue with Fournette is that he took a second rounder to draft him, probably a second round, early third. In order, doesn't matter now. No, we're too far into the season to worry about draft capital. At this Are point. you? Okay, I think so. Like otherwise, you're holding on to Allen Robinson still. Don't remind me. And now I think the, the last guy I want to discuss is Christian McCaffrey. He looked good. He did look good. I want Christian McCaffrey. It's just he's going to be expensive. Because everybody knows he is. Niners offense is going to be an upgrade compared to the Panthers. Now, I personally, questionable on that. Uh, for not necessarily overall offense, but for CMC offense. Uh, but the, the idea of CMC and a Shanahan style offense is very enticing, and it'll be difficult to part ways with that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, does have a tough playoff run, but I mean, you're starting him rest of season, so don't 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 trade for him. But excellent player. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, let's speed round some of these receivers because we've now gone almost as long as the episode we lost. Okay. Uh, the Chiefs. You don't want any of those receivers. Not really. You, said, no. you can't pick them up, and and they've got the worst matchup. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup on the Rams. You're not getting rid of him. No. Second worst matchup. The Bills. No. Stephon Diggs. Keep him. Gabe Gabe Davis. Keep they've got em. Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati. Keep him. Keep worth trading for. Probably not. No. Keep. Uh, the Vikings, worst. Way. It's a it's a tough tough schedule for the uh, the wide receiver ones in the league to finish the season. They're wide receiver uh, ones. Indiana, Indianapolis, uh, the Giants, Green Bay, not worth trading for Thielen. No, no. The Lions, you are obviously keeping them on Ra St. Brown. So yeah. you don't need to worry about that. The Bears, you're not starting Darnell Mooney nope. unless you really have to. So you don't need to worry about that. The Jags, tough schedule. Christian Kirk, I think you're probably going to start him anyway. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins, you're starting Hill and Waddle. No need to worry about that. The Bucks, you're starting Evans, probably Godwin. No need to worry about that. Yep. 
let's have a look at some easy matchups because basically you're starting your stars and whether these are worth targeting. Amari Cooper, worth trading for, the easiest schedule. I do like Amari Cooper a lot. Yes, I would try. Particularly with um, Massage Boy coming back. Yeah. Uh, so Amari Cooper, if you, I think if you you probably get a good deal for him at the moment. He's not going to be too expensive. He should be. You should be able to snag him without giving up too much. And he's got Baltimore, New Orleans, Washington. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens. We've talked about Lamar Jackson. You're not interested in Rashad Bateman, no. but obviously Mandrews. Yeah. I would be interested in Bateman, but. I'm not trading for him because I don't think he's worth paying for. No, no, not at all. And, and honestly, I feel like in a week or two, we would pick him off of the waiver wire. Uh, his only big game was a catch and run. If he's not getting those, he's not getting anything. What about Brandon Cooks? They've got the third easiest schedule, Kansas City, Tennessee, Jacksonville. It won't be expensive. Hopefully he, I know right now the hype is that he goes to the Packers. If mm. he does do that, then he'd definitely be somebody I want. Is it worth trading for Cooks now while he's on the Texans and then hoping he gets traded and then sort of settling for that Texan playoff run? You have to be okay with Cooks being stuck on the Texans. Well, I mean, that's where his value is, is he's the wide receiver one on that team. Yes, he's the wide receiver one on the team. He'll be the wide receiver one on the Packers. But if you are trading for Brandon Cooks, that owner knows that you're probably trying to get him hoping he goes to the Packers. Um, You have to be okay with him being stuck on the Titans. Texans, maybe sorry. you wait till the NFL Ted the NFL deadlines pass to trade for him in fantasy. Yeah, if he doesn't go to the Packers. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no one's giving up Debo. Brandon Ayuk worth targeting? He expensive right now because Ayuk has been playing good and he's been getting a lot of targets from Garoppolo. Seattle, Washington, Vegas. Yeah, Ayuk is somebody I would like to go after, and I would want him on my team. Uh, Hunter Renfro, obviously uh, no. no one's giving up Adams. New England, Pittsburgh, San Francisco. Not really, no. He's He looks like he has a minimal role on that offense, especially with Darren Waller not even being there. He still has a minimal role. Uh, no, I'm good. Deontay Johnson, you might be able to get him. Yeah. Uh, qu- Carolina, Vegas, Baltimore. Good matchup. Good player. Questionable quarterback play. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not, you know... He, he, even with me targeting him pretty decently in some leagues, he's certainly become a questionable start. Yeah. 69% favorability score for his matchup, though. Yeah, I do I do like him, though. I do like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas can't stay fit. Worth targeting? No. I think he is. I think he absolutely is. I think you get him cheap, too. Everybody knows Slant Boy. I think you can get him for a player who is currently on your bench. And Thomas is likely going to sit on your bench unless he plays. So I don't think you lose out by, by trading for him. They've got Atlantic, Cleveland, Philly. I don't blame you for going for it. I personally would not do it. What about Chris Alave? I think yeah. he's going to be more expensive. He'll be definitely much more expensive, but I mean, he has been much more productive. Yeah, Juice Landry. No. No. Uh, the Commanders, Terry McLaurin. No. Jahan Dotson. No. He's a he's all touchdown dependent. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel. He's a little bit more of a Swiss Army knife. He has more opportunities to be non-game scripted out of a game. Uh, I'd go for it. I'm not, I was going to say I'm not trading for him, but he's on your waiver wire pick him up. Yes. 
I can definitely go with that. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Marquise Goodwin. Not Marquise Goodwin. Metcalf, Lockett? Yeah. Lockett might be worth picking up. But he's going to be expensive because Metcalf got injured. Even more expensive, yes. Yeah. And the Cowboys. Noah Brown, I think, is the one to look at here. He got a lot of targets. He's interesting. Michael Cup. He had that uh, wacky fumble. Yeah, Mike, Michael Gallup decided to break my heart this weekend. Uh, I'm just staying away from the Cowboys out of pure saltiness. Okay, that's uh, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I think they're the only ones worth talking about there. Mm-hmm. Um Anyone else we haven't talked about who's, who's worth trading for? I don't think so. I think you nailed it. Cool. Right. That's. Uh, do we do we want to briefly look at tight ends, or are we just going to say, don't worry about it, just start the best player. Get good. Um, Let, let's let's have a quick look. Let's have a look at the favorable matchups yeah. here, because it, it probably is worth. Tyler Conklin. Nah. Uh, Georgie Kittle. He expensive. No, no one's trading. Yeah, yeah, no, one's trading. Yeah, no one's trading him. Uh, Travis Kelsey. No, no, no one's trading him. What about Greg Dulcich? <laughs> Funny name. Yeah. I don't think anyone's trading him either. That this is like a you've picked him up with the waiver wire and you're starting him until further notice. Yeah. The one. I'm hoping uh, Alberto gets traded there. That makes tight ends very difficult, just because mm. they they switch landscapes very fast. Uh, New England, the Milf Hunter. No. I mean, again, if you've got him, you're starting him. Yeah. No one's trading him. Uh, no, Pat Frymuth. The, the issue with trading for a tight end is if you trade for a tight end, you've got to start him. Yeah, and the issue with also trading with tight end, every single time I've tried doing it, I've had to give away a tight end. And the other person has to come with the realization that he's starting the tight end, he's trading you. Let's have a look at the... Uh, the bad matchups then because there could be some value here if you have them for for trading them Dallas Goddard you're not trading because he's a an each week starter Tyler Higby I could see being a potential trade yeah uh or fade in fact TJ Hawkinson I'll go for it but I don't know who I don't know where you you could go to upgrade maybe like a TJ Hawkinson for Zach Ertz or a Dalton Schultz, but even then, like, what's the real upgrade there? I've seen one. Let's see, T.J. Hawkinson for James Robinson. That's interesting. A son for a son. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, yeah. Give me James Robinson if you trade tight end for running back. <sighs> yeah, but tight ends are so hard. Tight ends are so hard. The, I think the only name worth discussing here is Taysom Hill. He, Genuinely. He is a person I want. If it's the Yahoo League where he has uh, tight end eligibility, yep, I want him, and I'm not trading him away. He's a cheat I think guy. if you cast your mind back to early in the season, I thought he was the uh, a potential league winner. Yeah, and that's it. I'm happy to cop the bad weeks for the weeks he wins for me. Yes. And the problem is, is I don't see him... He the, the the Saints have to specifically not use him for him to have a bad week. Yes. The way yeah, exactly. when they do use him, he's dangerous with the football and my cheeks pucker a little bit every single time I see him on the field. Yep. Yeah, he's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Always exciting, right. 
Let's uh, let's not roll through two minute drill this week because there's only one team. Uh, there's only one game with two teams uh, with a, a winning record playing. And also, we're running out of time. Yeah, we are running out of time. It is getting and, late. And I need to get to work. Yeah, it's getting late. I want to go to bed. Uh, you know, I'm uh, so sad about that. Yeah, me too. It was good. We had some good content. Yeah, no. there, but I think I think we've given some people some good advice here. Yeah, there we go. I mean, one. I mean, the the Giants and the Seahawks, out of all teams, winning records, playing against each other. I can't believe yep. it. I uh, I can't believe it either. I can't believe it's not better. You got a prognostication for me? What What was yours last week? Mine was there would be two players who got two hundred yard games. And two touchdowns. Jamar Chase was on track. It was close. I don't remember my prognostication. I'm not going to lie. I could go back and listen, but I won't. You got one for me this week? Uh, Josh Jacobs goes for four touchdowns. He's going to beat his last week record of three. I think the Patriots got the Jets this week. Five different players throw a touchdown. Five different players throw a touchdown. Yep, I'm going to say Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, okay. Jacoby Myers, okay. Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco. Interesting. That's okay. five different players throw a touchdown. I like that one. That's a fun one. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm hoping for yours now. For me, I was like, okay, you know, that sounds like a fun week for somebody. He's going to win automatically. But no, that one's a fun one. I hope so. There we go. All right. That's going to have to wrap up this episode. I wish I could recover my old file that crashed. It is definitely a sad panda moment. But, hey, good luck, everybody. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for all today.